I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty and a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're yoking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boys, drink the dough. Why sound like Bane? Let's suck on that. Look at all just let it be awkward. Souls, and you are totally listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. Keep listening, or you know who might come after you. And we're back to the regularly scheduled programming. We're at the BBPC, the Bad Boys Podcast. You're about to listen to us, Nimbly Rant, all things movies. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. And to me, as always, Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. What is going on, bad boys? Yo. Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out there, man. Yeah, man. Happy Mother's Day for sure. Yeah, Chris, happy birthday to Angie. And, and Lainey, I, I coined her the mother of turtles, so mother I said, hey, turtles. <laughs> happy Mother's Day. Um, I think so, we yeah, did the same I, thing. I wanted to be we said the same thing to Lainey last year. Yeah, I think so. Did, huh? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. No, hardworking mamas out there, man. All of you, all of them out there, you know, you guys hold it down. Always on the phone when you're trying to do a podcast or do some voices, leave some voicemails and get interrupted. You know, or uh, like my wife, she works from home. And then when she's done, she's into a school teacher. Helps the kids with the homework. Wow. So this Monday, I wanted her to chill. And we did. We're getting to that on the weekends. But I give a shout out to all those. Um, you got that Tupac mama song ready? <laughs> Oh shit! No, no, I don't. <laughs> Sorry, because Harley will start talking now. So, Harley, but you love your mama. Oh man, I love my mom. You know, um, all women, when I... What's that? You love all women. Yeah, I don't discriminate. Some don't love you back, including my wife. <laughs> what about Cujo? Oh, that's my baby. That's my that's my dumb dog. There it is. Bought that youngsters. That's it. That's all you get. Yeah, we don't want to get. Want to get fine. <laughs> I get fine. That's it. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. mark. Yeah, this week we just got the one extra credit from our. I hate to say runner-up, you know, because he's always a winner in our hearts. Reed chose Steven Spielberg's 2004 movie, The Terminal, right? Yeah. That's the right one. Okay. And um, Hank's rocking the, the accent. Let me off for a second. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. I'd never seen this before. You guys seen it? I saw it once before, like, once. like probably 10 years ago. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's of the movie review, but we do have some extras, so we can get into that real quick. And uh, I think Harley, oh Tony, did you see anything? Uh, I had some movies on in the background type thing. It just it, 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 I I know I like them. Like I watched, uh, we watched. Actually, no, we didn't. Finish. We watched the 
uh, musical numbers of Aladdin, the cartoon and the movie. Um, but I did by watch, side. Huh? No, by not side? yet. Not uh, yet. One, soon enough, we'll do it side by side. Just um, say, Tony, if you don't watch them side by side, what's the point? I mean, there's no. <laughs> I know, right? Slacking on your pimping, baby. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh, uh, Fifth Element. I ended up putting on Fifth Element, but I know it's like I, I I already I know I like it, so you know it's a it's a fucking Slater for me. So I just put it on because exactly. I like it. Yeah. Love that movie, and every time I see a print line about that movie, I'm gonna send them to you. But I don't know if you're gonna purchase them or buy them. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just let it go. <laughs> yeah. We know you love it, but does Lainey? How does she feel about it? About what movie? About the movie? She. I haven't gotten a an actual solid review out of her. She, um, I think she th- she thinks it's not a good movie, but she'd still give it a dollar, like a low dollar. Um, and then part like we kind of touched on it this weekend, where um, it's it's it feels like a silly movie, and it gets like too silly to be serious. It's like it's not it can't figure out what it wants to do type thing. Um, but I'm like, that's the fucking brilliance of it. It's like the, the, the silliness comes from individual characters, not from the movie as a whole. Um, it's a, there's like serious characters and there are silly characters and they work in the same world. They exist in the same world. Uh, so that's, I think that's where she's coming from. It's just like, and I think she doesn't like Chris Tucker's over the top character. It bumps her or the wrong way or something. <laughs> don't don't you start saying that now. Gonna <laughs> really bump me. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, being I'll go I'll go wake her up and I'll get an actual review out of her. There you go. That'd be perfect. This is great podcast material. <laughs> be amazing. Yeah, she ain't getting up early for CrossFit. You can totally do it. Your teenage wife is asleep at nine fifty at night. That's right. Just gotta go to bed, man. She goes uh, to bed at seven, bro. Well, she she allows she she allowed herself to go to bed at nine now because she's not we we don't have CrossFit anymore. I'm saying yeah, you know we're just working out at home. Uh, she did she is starting to work again. Uh, spoiler alert, I guess <laughs> for a weekend she she got. Um, here. She's working at uh, Starbucks, so she still has to wake up early, you know, for all people to get people their coffee. Is this new? Kind of. She started working there like two months ago, but you know then. The COVID happened and then then they shut down. So, um, she's just get on that laid off money. Just get on unemployment. Uh, no, uh, Starbucks did a thing where they gave you, um, I think they call it catastrophe pay. So, so she was getting paid and didn't have to go into work. I'm like, fuck yeah, man, do it. Is catastrophe pay different than hazard pay? Yes, because catastrophe. Sounds lot, it sounds a lot cooler. <laughs> right, catastrophe is you're not working. Hazard is you are working. I think that's the difference. Oh, right, like what Danilo has. Like he's still working, but he's getting hazard paid. Right, right. He's not working and getting paid. Right. Got the better gig. Yeah, I mean, there were people that were working on the the drive-throughs, like the Starbucks that have drive-through. Right. They were still right. open and they were getting paid extra. They were getting paid hazard pay. Um, sure. So. Yeah. Because no lobbies are open anymore. Right, and so now uh, Starbucks is open. Uh, the non-drive-through places are opening back up um, and doing to-go orders outside. So they're gonna, you have to, you know, call them in, and they'll have the drink waiting for you outside for you. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. 
Fifth Element, you love that movie. Yeah, love it. Still love it. Will always love it. So, but I'm okay. I'm disappointed in myself. What about oh. chicken though? What's with the word chicken? Every time I think of that movie, I ah. think of you saying chicken. <laughs> chicken, really funny. chicken, good. Uh, she microwaves uh, a big old plate. She's like, it's the future, right? So they have special yeah. microwaves where you put little cubes in, and then they puff hydrate up into full on meals. And she says chicken. Nice. She says chicken, good. Chicken. That's, That's how she says it. So there it is. That's it. See, I want that sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if I can find chicken. Uh, you would love that scene. <laughs> oh no, you probably not because they 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 eat it. They don't fuck it. Harley's got the best sounder where that guy's like, "You ain't planning on fucking these chickens, are you?" Uh oh! What'd you say, Harley? Uh, I so you guys keep you guys keep cutting out. I don't know if it's my. I think it might be my. You keep cutting out. No, I, I it's it sounds like it's cutting out. I'm hearing it too. Maybe we did we not notice it while we were live and and having the video up. I don't know. There's a lot of people talking, so I don't know. Yeah. I'm thinking the headset microphone combo, man. I can move anywhere I want. This is great. <laughs> yeah, that it. is a, that is a plus. Why oh, I didn't do this a long time ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and good. Fifth All element, right. Fifth element. Right, still us later. Check. 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 Are you hard? Yeah, so there's actually a little uh, gauge over here on the bottom left-hand screen that says Voice Connected Recording Bad Voice Podcast. Right. It just went yellow on me. So I'm... Really? Mine's mine's green. 11 millisecond. I'm guessing that's the ping response. Uh, oh, it clicks on it. RTC Connection Discord is connected to your real communication server on US West. For average ping. Last ping was 76. Yeah, that's ping right. is not for more than two hundred fifty. Consider asking the server owner to switch to another region. Uh, I can switch to another region. How the fuck do I do that? Let's see. We're in U.S. West four fifty seven. Your blood money, bitch. Did you get my blood money? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Thanks. Uh, how the fuck do I do that? All the bits. You're on US West 457 as well? Yeah, we should be on the same one. I'm going to see if I can lower the bit rate on the call and see if that helps our connection. I did that live. You guys are still there? I got nobody else on the internet right now, right? Nobody in my house is on the internet. Everybody is or no? As he's asleep and Chris knows not to use the internet when I'm on the podcast. I have really, really bad upload speed. Yeah, and that's what we need, right? Exactly. I am I they did put they finally did put DSL hyper optics, so I think we get in down two up or something like that. So that'll be in a couple weeks. According to the twentieth century. I bought the cheap. Well, I know I had fucking 
ESL at the Dunsmore house just fine. We just live in this weird fucking street. So, um, but even like the 10 2 is like $75 a month. I'm like, God damn, Holy you fucking suckers. Yeah, it's, it's really pricey. Fuck. I'm getting, I'm about to get 500 up down for 75 a buck, 75 a month. That's bananas. Oh, yeah. That's the one downside of living out of the woods. There's basically, there's no competition so they just fucking judge you fuck yeah that sucks well uh yeah i don't know if this is gonna get any better if we switch over to back to back to hangouts well let's just do it now i mean it's not that bad it's just like it's sometimes it's a little choppy yeah i was just gonna say because i got a gamer in the background so i should oh right He's on like a little power line Ethernet adapter. He's hardline, so I don't think he's on. He's not on Wi-Fi, so we're using the five G. Hopefully that helps. Yeah, you you've been sounding great. It's I think it's definitely Harley's up upload. That's quite awesome. Yeah, as you do. All right. Well, you want to talk about the money pit with your slow ass? <laughs> yeah. So no, I want. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know. Me and Chris were like get out or something took or just like watch something kind of funny light or we scrolling through Netflix and there's the fucking money pit so I'm like well let's watch the money pit so she's like alright I remember having fond memories of this movie like the last time I saw it I don't know like seven to ten years ago kind of um, time I watched it with a slightly more critical standpoint so uh, 1986 right Tom Hanks and um, I'm not, he's, I mean, he's young. So 56, 76, 80, yeah, he's 20 years. Oh, he's 50, he's 30. Yeah, he's 30 years old when he shoots this movie, right? It's two years before he did big, right? So he's really early in his career. And his performance bad. Like, it's like a couple. <laughs> It's like a couple of times, like a couple lines, like it sounds like it's like Trump reading a, a cue card. It's like his, mm. his performance is straight bad sometimes. The movie is fun because there's a ton of, of physical gap. Oh, they turn on the water and mud comes out, or they, they turn on the. There's a scene where you know I'm gonna spoil the shit out of this motherfucker. Um, it's about him and Shelley Long, or like newly, and they buy. And this fucking house that's like a total scam and you know it's all like it's supposed to look re- it looks really nice when they look at it so they come up with all this money and they buy it it's like out in like outside of new york this big old hundred year old house and it is an absolute fucking mess and, as, <laughs> and it happens really quickly it's like it's a short movie it's an hour and a half then 20 minutes of the movie you can see how starting to fall apart I mean, the stairs literally come. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Have you both have you guys seen this movie? No. I, thought, I, I remember something about a bathtub falling down, or yeah, 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 straight up Breaking Bad style. Uh huh. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So like everything in this house goes wrong, and neither one of them know what the fuck they're doing. Like he's a lawyer, or like he works for a law, and she's I don't know what the fuck she does. I can't And um, it's just fucking bananas. How how this house just like. Apart, it's like uh, there's one scene, it's probably the funniest scene in the movie. 
where he like plugs in a toaster, the outlet where he plugs in like catches on fire, right? <laughs> well, the gag is that the wire in the wall starts to burn like a fuse, right? And so you see this like line. You just like Google like honey pit kitchen scene. You just see this like if, if it was a fuse behind the wall just burning a hole through the wall. And he's like following it. He's like manic. And then then the refrigerator like explodes and the, the, the oh the oven. Uh, I mean it gets it gets like airplane gaggy in the oven. They were cooking a turkey. The oven door pops open and the turkey shoots close through the window and lands in her toilet or some shit like that. Like it's, it's, it becomes campy kind of thing. The physical gags are really quite, uh, Oh, it's, it's a fun movie in that regard. Really shows its age or like the mid eighties, like kind of slapsticky comedy. Like it's, um, there's a uh, kind of on the middle of nowhere. And uh, they hide. They try to find people to come help, you know, like electricians and plumbers and shit. They're all kind of sleaze balls. They have this really bad stereotype by Joe Montagna. Montagna. Yeah, yeah, you recognize him, right? Yeah. He plays. He plays like I can't remember if it's the electrician or the plumber. He comes out and he's got like the greasy hair and he's constantly brushing it. He's like he's like Tony Montana, right? He's like a cliche. He's yeah. He rape the wife. He's like pushing up on her, like not flirting, but like genuinely, like no, like uh, like pulling again a Donald Trump, like just grabbing the pussy kind of. It's like this really bad like stereotype of he's like the. Super sexualized Mexican who comes in. He's got the the accent, like what art? I'm like cringing. It's so bad. I'm like, dude, this is so insulting. I mean, I I get it. It's 2020, and everybody's got to be woke. And I'm the last woke motherfucker you know. But even I was cringing at this motherfucker, you know. And then there was like there was some other like stereotypical like construction workers and. The, the women had stereotypes like they're completely helpless and they need to be rescued by men and so it's like the 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 dating of that sort of particularly incorrectness kind of thing is uh is blatant once you watch it as an adult um you know if you kind of expect that and you just kind of appreciate for the banana mousetrap level gags kind of thing you know mm-hmm. this house just falling apart around them it's it's worth a watch so um you know, considering it came out in 1986 like I said, man, Tom Hanks' performance is not good. And here's another thing. He was not, not a good look. Like if you look at him, his head's all misshapen. He's got this weird-shaped nose and a weird-shaped chin and shit. He looks there a lot better as he got older. You know, yeah. like some some people like mature and they just get better. And they're mature. He was 30 years old. He was not a good-looking cat. I'm just saying. <laughs> so... Uh, I give it a dollar. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Shit all over them. It was a dollar. <laughs> right. That's that's typical Harley. Oh, we knew where he was going. Yeah. Right. It's early in his career, for sure. But yeah, but you got it. Yeah, they say the most success comes from the most failures. So 
Yeah, and I would say this is <laughs> this is one of them. Probably A B his top ten and of all the movies what, what, that we what, love him. I mean, what did he do before that? Point. Uh, let me pull it up here. Um, the star writer rising at the time, or that again? As it was a star rising at the time. Absolutely, because I'm looking. It looks like Splash was the first like thing he did in 1984. Speaking of Splash, real quick, have you guys heard the controversy with Splash on Disney Plus? Oh, the hair. Yeah, extended the hair to cover the ass. Yeah, to cover her ass. Yeah, funny. That was like the first thing he did. Um. And Bachelor Party, same year. The Man with One Red Shoe in 1985. All in Tears in 1986. And then he Put did the money, Pip. Gotcha. He did the money. Uh, two years later, Tom he Hanks. You wouldn't, you wouldn't bang him, is what you're saying? Oh, definitely wait till he's in his 40s. You would have. So even probably Ryan Hanks does it for you? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Terminal Hanks, does that do it for you? Absolutely. Okay, just checking, making sure. Is uh, it Forrest Gump? Absolutely. Beautiful. All right. All right. Moving on. So on Friday night, it was finally, I got off on time, if you can believe that, on a fucking Friday night. I couldn't believe it, so I looked over Crew's the crew. It's movie night. It's back. Come on. What's up? What do you want to watch? He's like, I don't know. Started going down the list, going down uh, iTunes my Apple movies and see what I got. And then he, he jaws and he says, he wants to watch it. I'm like, you sure? He's like, yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. Okay. Let's watch it. Start watching it. And I'm, I go, I'm writing this PG. And he's like, okay. A few first seconds. I'm like, look, side boob. And he just starts laughing. He's like, <laughs> side boob. <laughs> uh, a woman uh, gets her to his mice right off the beginning. You see a woman die, you know, movie has a kid dying, you know, spoiler alert. You haven't seen it. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Um, some of the shark attacks, right? Um, uh, I thought like maybe the adult talking and all that. Stuff, you know, some of the some of it would might bore him, but no, he was into it. Um, and he he got a genuine jump scare. I actually finally seen him jump, which was amazing. Mm, Cracked cool. me up. All the scenes underwater, and uh, he was into. It. He's screaming at the at the at the TV when uh, Quentin's fighting the shark. When uh, he tells me Matt's gonna be okay because he's hiding behind seaweed. That's what he said. <laughs> um, it was totally into it, man. I loved it. I thought it was so cool. Um, so he had a good time with it. And I was telling him, like, you know, the shark was named Bruce because of Spielberg's attorney. Remember in Universal Studios, you know, we, we did the whole thing. He remembered the Amity sign. He remembered the googly eyes on the Amity sign after they defaced it. So he must have, I must have shown him a certain part before. Um, but, uh, yeah, when uh, they caught the first shark, he goes, oh, that ain't the real shark. It's like, he, he's still out there. I was like, damn, dude, you're just paying attention. Shit. What's <laughs> that? It's just smart these days. I was watching a movie with Mazzy a couple of weeks ago, and she totally like nailed it too. Same thing, and I was like, "Good job, kid." Yeah, sometimes you think, "Are they daydreaming or thinking of something else?" Like, no, he was, you know, he was into it, so totally yeah. dug it. Um, yeah, like when kids are going swimming, he's like, "Oh, they're dead. They're, they're <laughs> gone." <You> know, just like <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. So, yeah, did, did is, he did he join in with the "Show me the way to go home" on the boat? This is when they start singing. 
<laughs> oh, dude. Show me the way uh, to go home. Yeah, yeah. I'm they were singing that. Was that. <laughs> that was every time. I was like, I just, I can't, I can't help it. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, no, he was just sitting there, just laughing. Um, just laughing. It's funny. Yeah, maybe, maybe more repeat viewings. But the first time, yeah, it was. Uh, he just kind of got into it. Um, and know uh, it's it was it was funny just to see it to like somebody else's perspective, you know, especially kids. And uh, yeah, he it totally worked for him. And uh, it's a Slater for me. It's always a Slater, and it's still a Slater. So that was a fucking movie. Told him too. I go. I go. The reason we don't see the shark is a lot because they had a lot of problems with the shark, and uh, and it kind of in a, in a weird way, it, it seems to work even more now because. Uh, um, they had to get creative with it and you see those underwater right. shots and you hear the music when he's nearby. And, uh, it's very effective. Cool. Like for in the seventies for like, you know, how mechanical, how fake you look. It's still pretty goddamn scary. I was on a boat and I had a fake shark jump out of the water. Come on. It's still scary. You know, sharks are just scary. Or, you know, it's, a comp- it's unbelievably scary. Something about like a creature, under the surface, you know, underwater that you don't see, you know, yeah. how fast it's swimming, when it's going to jump out. It's always, invi- it's like, much, it's pretty much invisible. It pops out. And that shit's fucking terrifying, especially in the great white, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, yeah. There was an article that popped up the other day and it pointed out, um, said, uh, uh, the shark in Jaws is on screen for four minutes. Yeah. Alien, alien, and the first Alien movie is on screen for like three minutes. Like they always use it for the, promotional, and it's not even in the. That's how effective it is. Of the most effective movies ever. And it's interesting because we. Well, take I sent that, that link out. Absolutely. Yeah, I sent out that link about you know like the best openings, like the most perfect openings, and mm-hmm. watch that scene too, where the he's all drunk and he's following that girl, and she's. To go skinny dipping, the sun's coming down, you know, so it's like a lot of parts like dark, but you can still see like the silhouette, or, like the moon over the water. It's really beautifully shot, even though you know it's fucking terrifying. Um, but but yeah, uh, Charles holds up, man. It's fucking great. It's, I think the characters work for me, you know, Brody, Quint. So uh, it was really cool, and the fact that he liked it too, it, it made it cool. So oh, that was cool. And then on Saturday night, we've been going our, our routine. I, I don't know if I uh, reviewed Rampage last week. We didn't do anything, huh? We just did the homework, right? Right. We just had Andy on? Did we talk about it? Right, we just we had, yeah, we didn't talk about extras. It was just... Oh, sorry. Yeah. It, it was funny because we were watching Rampage on Rock's birthday. That was our movie screening Saturday. So we've been we've had pretty successful ones with E.T., um, Rampage, and last night... A week before, Amy and, and uh, my neighbor was like, "Hey, we want to see uh, a rom com or something." I'm like, "Perfect." Amy loves Wedding Singer. I'm like, "Let's." I think everyone will love that killer soundtrack. It's really funny. It's got, it's got heart, so I think they would like it. And then, and everyone did it. It it, uh, it held up. It's really hard to watch a comedy, and, and you know all the lines. It's super hard to not try to recite everything because Amy quotes that movie a lot. So every time I I'd hear a line from the movie, I'm like, "Oh yeah, Amy knows that line. Amy knows that line." It's pretty funny. Um, every time Alexis Arquette came on as George Boy George character, <laughs> it's, it's just it cracked everybody up. Uh, probably um, as Sam is a little mellow, he does get to yell a couple times. You know, he gets really excited. Um, like I said, killer '80s soundtrack. Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler's chemistry in the movie is unbelievably adorable. 
I think that's the, like the the biggest part of the movie. Um, and you get a Billy Billy uh, Idol cameo, which is great. The fucking villain, uh, who, who would have made her Julia Gulia. He's he's a prick. He's all into Miami Vice, and he does a really well job. Um, you get some cameos with Bashemi. Uh, who else did we get cameos? Oh yeah, the dude that drives a limo. We see him in Grandma's Boy. You know, Adam Sandler always has boys in his movies, so it's always cool to see him. But and uh, yeah, this was prime Sandler too, right? It's, uh, Madison. He could do no wrong. He was just killing it. Uh, he played a super nice guy. He got stood up at his wedding, and uh, he gets all depressed, and finally uh, just starts helping Drew Barrymore with her wedding, and they start falling for each other. And uh, yeah, man, it's a great movie. And we we're telling everyone that uh, one of the songs from the movie is like, "I want to grow old with you." We played at our wedding. And everyone's like, oh, you did? That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah, Harley, we weren't there. Oh, you were there, Harley. If you don't remember, uh, though, huh? I don't remember. Yeah. It was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Wedding Singer, it's great. I'm going to say, for how it holds up, it's a good meatball, a little Freddy Krueger cameo, uh, the music. I'm going to give it a slater. I love that movie. That was a fucking movie. Nice. Anything else? No, nope, not on my list. Yeah, not me. So, uh, Fonzo, to answer your question for the umpteenth time, uh, Saving Private Ryan was 1998. Um, where I wonder if they had some, like, some conversation was in '94. Uh, Tom Hanks worked with Zemeckis, Z-E-M Zemeckis, on Forrest Gump. And, uh, you know, Zemeckis and Spielberg uh, go back together. So so maybe they had a conversation. It was like, yeah, it was, I had a great time working with Tom Hanks. And, yeah, you should try working with him. And so, you know, obviously Saving Private Ryan is one of the greatest fucking films of all time. And, you know, if, if you guys recall... Uh, Back in like the late nineties, uh, you know, it was probably I'm gonna pull it up here. Spielberg did this like every year or two, he did this huge epic blockbuster. But then he did these like small independent films, like kind of, you know, uh in between. So like Saving Private Ryan, nineteen ninety-eight, artificial intelligence, two thousand and one, minority report, two thousand two. Then he did Catch Me If You Can in the Terminal, right? He did those kind of two, like, kind of, yeah. you know. And then he did War of the Worlds, 2005. That same year, he released, he released Munich, which, if you guys remember, was, again, kind of, like, kind of mellow, nothing crazy. And then what does he do? He fucking brings Indiana Jones back for mm-hmm. 2000 and Sate. 2000, what? Sate is a fucking, I don't know what the fuck that word is. Then he did Adventures of Tintin, then Warhouse, then Lincoln. And then he did another smaller one, The Bridge of Spies. So he kind of like, he'll sort of like alternate or throw in these little kind of smaller, smaller flicks, which is kind of cool. And so this one and Catch Me If You Can were, you know, kind of right there where they was kind of like, you know, it's just, it's a real like intimate movie of, of Tom Hanks, you know, playing this quirky, like, I don't know, Eastern block dude. So. 
Kashakova. What was the name of the planet? The, the... Yeah. Yeah, some fucking next to Kazakhstan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was a fictitious, you know, fictitious yeah, yeah. Eastern Bloc country. Sure. And uh, it's one of the countries that's constantly under attack uh, or to being annexed by Russia. And, you know, I, I, all those Eastern Bloc countries were falling apart during the end of the Cold War when the wall came down and, and the USSR ceased to exist. And uh, ironically, Ukraine is still under fucking threat constantly. And I don't even know the, the exact politics that's going on. So, um, but uh, yeah. But what'd you guys think about it? I mean, Spielberg and Tom Hanks together, a combination, can't go wrong. Catherine Zeta-Jones at her hotness. Um, little cool cameos from Diego Luna and, Ga- and Gamora yeah. from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh shit, it's always all data. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, and like, yeah, like young and like in a cameo almost essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know, I man. Spielberg just, I don't know. He's got a uh, way of making, you know, uh, any, anything seem interesting. I mean, it's it's a kind of cool concept, I guess, you know. I like, I like Stanley Tucci. He can play... Uh, you know, he can play different types, different characters all the time. So, yeah, I knew he. You know, he he would do really well. Um, but uh, just the only thing I could think of was like, could this happen? Or would have you know, if it's just a movie. But I just couldn't help thinking like while I'm watching it, could this have happened? You know, has it happened? Was like, this based off somebody? Right. Yeah, like back, it is. Back Did then. At- yeah, back then when you didn't have uh, the type of twenty twenty four hour like all corners coverage that they have with their security cameras. No, it's, I think you could get lost. Yeah, they, they had, a no, 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 no. I, I don't, I haven't read the details of this guy. The movie is based on an Iranian refugee that spent 18 years in a <laughs> Paris airport. What? Did he yep. did he pretend to work there? He just had a bunch of jobs. Like they I think didn't he just I think he just hung out. It says uh, this guy Moran Karimi Nasiri, also known as Sir Alfred Moran, is an Iranian refugee who lived in the departure lounge of Terminal One in Charles de Gaulle Airport from April 26, what? 1988, until July 2006, when he was hospitalized. His autobiography was published as a book, The Terminal Man, in 2004. His story was the inspiration for the Steven Spielberg film, The Wait, Fail. Have, so they wrote his story before he left the terminal? They said he yeah, was in the there until 2006. Yeah, the story was inspiration. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't leave till 2006. So they wrote his story, made a movie, and they're like, was, yeah, but leave him there. I, I, I don't, yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Both France and Belgium offered Nasiri residency, but Nasiri refused to sign the papers as they listed him as being Iranian. He wanted to be British and did not show his preferred name. His refusal to sign the documents was much to the frustration of his lawyer. When contracted about Nasiri's situation, his family stated they believed he was living the life he wanted. So... I, th- I think it was a situation where he refused citizenship to either whoever offered it to him for whatever reason. And the airport refused to or couldn't kick him out. Right. 
So it says, uh, having one British parent, he decided to settle in the UK in 86, but en route there in 1988, his papers were lost when his briefcase was allegedly stolen. Um, Others indicate that Nasseri actually mailed his documents to Brussels while on board a ferry to Britain, lying about them being stolen. Despite the setback, he boarded the plane for London, but was promptly returned to France where he failed to present a passport to British immigration officials. He was initially arrested by the French, but then released as his entry to the airport was legal and he had no country of origin to be returned to. Thus began his residency at Terminal 1. Wow. So he ended up living there for 18 years until he was hospitalized. He is still alive to this day. He's 70. He's 73 or 74 years old. So, yeah, I mean, that's bizarre. Um, You know, it says during his 18-year stay at Terminal 1, Nasiri had his luggage at his side and spent his time reading, writing in his diary, or studying economics. He received food and newspapers from employees of the airport, visits from journalists eager to hear his story and letters of support. So God damn, and here we're all compl- crazy, and here we are complaining that we have to stay in our homes for lockdown. No, yeah, no kidding. Fuck, yeah, that's a long ass time. Yeah, wow. So, so, oh, anyways, oh. so, but yeah, the movie is interesting. The movie is uh, interesting. Um, and it's you wouldn't think it is, and I think this goes back to what Fonzo you were saying. Spielberg has a knack. Spielberg just did. He just he just has this like I can make, and it's a full two hours long. I mean, this isn't an hour yeah. and thirty minutes, right? This is an exactly hundred and twenty minutes long, and it's Tom Cruise doing this weird fucking voice, and it's like Tom Cruise, you know. It I starts mean, off as Castaway, oh, which I thought was cool. So what, what was that? <laughs> I, said, I like that it started off like Castaway. He's just. Stranded yeah. in the middle of nowhere, pretty much. You can't talk to anyone. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was interesting, and then, and then he he basically, and the movie doesn't explain exactly how. Well, I think he did explain. It hinted at the end. He he had been there for months, like six months or something like that. Um, obviously, he gets a. We're gonna spoil the shit out of this movie. Um, yeah. You know, he gets a job. He's you know making money. He's you know, um, he's obviously built this kind of like little bedroom in this yeah. this corner and stuff. And so, mm-hmm. and like you said, Stanley Tucci is kind of the villain of the movie, um, you know. And, uh, and then it has kind of your typical Spielberg kind of happy ending kind of thing. Um, and so, yeah, I, it's a really, it's a really nice movie. Like, there's nothing in it's not Spielberg at its finest, you know. I I don't know that it'd be in his top ten, but then that's only because his he's such a prolific filmmaker and and you know he has so many amazing movies. Um, but if you're a fan of Tom Hanks, if you're a fan of you know Spielberg, it's a it's a fun movie. It's just it's 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 a pleasant movie to watch. If there's a little yeah. bit of anxiety, a little bit of stress. But at the same time, it's there's a lot of humor in it. Um, you know, like you said, Catherine Zeta-Jones is really good. Um, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks is obviously... I was just 
complaining about his acting was so shitty in the eighties. You know, fast forward twenty years, it's, he's and he's a good actor, and he's nailing it with an accent. <laughs> yeah, right. like yeah. totally believable. So, yeah, it, it has a lot of heart in it. There's a lot of like wholesomeness in the movie. And yeah, that's all a good the people, way to put you know, it. the people that help him out and just, mm-hmm. you know, how, how he how he helps people. You know, it's 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 nice. It's nice to watch. Yeah. There was um, there was a really blatant reference um, to Spielberg's uh, fascination with uh, like the Holocaust. And he referenced undesirables, and oh. and right. all of his friends are all minorities. They're black, Latino, Indian. They're all immigrants, or or not necessarily immigrants, but they are minorities. And and Tucci was talking about less does le, you know yeah you know less. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that is a blatant reference to Holocaust of just sort of people <laughs> that are unwanted. And then I read this gigantic article that took me, I don't know, it was, it was a big long article in the Atlantic about how Trump has been handling the lockdown and then once they realized that the people who are actually dying in America are disproportionately Jeez. minorities and poor, mm-hmm. all of a sudden we got to open the economy back up. When it was white people dying, it's a national emergency. Oh, when we realize it's just blacks and Mexicans dying because they're the ones that have to continue to work and they can't work from home, we need to open this shit back up because they are, what? Expendable. And it's like, it's so sad. It is so sick what's happening right now. And I don't want to go off topic, um, but uh, it was just one little like Spiel, Spielbergian reference of like holocaust and shit like that that i thought was like it, it, there's a serious tone to this movie so yeah yeah that one scene um with the uh the one russian who's trying to go home with his yeah pills, pills. Mm-hmm. Was such a good scene mm-hmm. absolutely really, really intense and he has that knack where he can make a movie that is so light and so like just sort of just kind of funny and, and kooky. And then all of a sudden, like, bring you down to earth really quick and go, no, no, there's, there's fucking problems, man. Like, you know, there's, there's always, you know, the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain kind of thing. And, and he, I think he's got an act for that where he can kind of reel you in. And he can kind of bounce. And, and not a lot of filmmakers do that, you know? A lot of filmmakers are like, they do one thing. They make comedies, and they're funny comedies. Or they make dramas, and they're funny dramas. But, you know, there's not a ton of filmmakers that can kind of... They can do that dance. They can bounce you around successfully. You know, we talk about that. You know, what is the movie trying to do? This could fall victim to that. What is this movie trying to do? Is it trying to be a social commentary on immigration? Is it trying to be a comedy is it trying to be a romantic comedy because you got the Catherine zeta jones character no it's trying to do all of that and most movies fall on their face when they try to do too much spielberg he pulls it off and i think a lot of that is obviously the, the strength of tom hanks and the supporting actors um but just just how it's cut just the screenplay just how it all comes together score everything you know um 
And so it ends up just being a, a you know, a nice watch that also feels like it's got a little meat to it. You know, it's not just this frivolous. There, there's there's a little texture to it. There's a little, you know, a little meat. So it gets a high dollar for me. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I was looking through his filmography, you know, and it feels like I thought I'd seen a lot of Tom Hanks movies, and I guess I hadn't, and then this one popped up. I'm thinking, you know, him and Spielberg, this should be, you know, this should be easy. It's just like, you know, like you said, it, it, it gets really, it gets, you know, some dramatic parts, but still kind of lighthearted. I mean, it's weird to see him. Like when you hear his voice, you hear Woody, right? Or you want to hear like Forrest Gump. Um, so it's kind of different, right? Um, right. Like hear him uh, in this, in this, in this, in this character, this person. Um, not that's going to be maybe distracting, but, you know, Tom Hanks did a well, uh, good enough job with it. Um, and just seeing all the fun cameos. Uh, it's thinking, I was thinking of, uh, uh, what was that movie where um, uh, they got stuck in uh, not Dawn of the Dead, they got stuck in the mall? But I was trying to think of the other ones where people got stuck. There was that. I don't know if you guys ever seen that movie, Career Opportunities. Where this guy works the late graveyard shift at Target, and Jennifer Connelly's in there, and they close, and they're, they're the only two together. I was kind of that's kind of vibe. I'm trying to think of all the movies like that where people get mm. stranded at the end. You know, um, if would it be fun? You know, but um, in this case, yeah, I. Uh, and did Reed say this was like his favorite movie or he just chose it for us or is there a reason you guys remember or? I feel like there was you uh, don't want to hurt we watched feelings? another Tom Hanks movie before what was uh, oh League of Their Own that's right and so he was like let's keep it going with the Tom Hanks movie yeah and then yeah. I was like well let's triple down with the Tom Hanks and watch <laughs> the money yeah, yeah that's right you totally did yeah uh, no yeah and and to me, yeah, it um Tom Hanks you know, can't do no wrong for me, man. So um I'm also buying it for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I'd I'd um I'd put away like four carts and get some get some get a dollar cards. change. There you go. <laughs> I'd buy uh, that for a dollar. I'd like to see everyone's fort and see how they would everyone's different how they would look. <laughs> I love that build up to that where you could see he's starting to get hungry. Yeah, and then he starts. He's like he eating the saltines with the ketchup and the mayonnaise, <laughs> and then he he like scraps together some quarters and he loses fucking money stamps, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And then he he like gets the buck and they give him a fucking cheeseburger and he manically eats it. And, <laughs> and then he like scraps together like ten bucks and she just throws this plate of food down and he's just going to town on it. And it was like for that scene was so rewarding, kind of uh-huh. thing, you know. Absolutely. So, yeah. The setups, you know, I think that a good movie has setups where we build up to this sort of, you know, crescendo of, of whatever the case may be. In this case, it was, he got his fucking food. Cause you could tell he was fucking hungry. You know, it's like, there's nothing wasted, you know, everything, right. Every scene is there for a purpose is to complete is to, is to finish this puzzle. And a lot of filmmakers, you know, they'll throw in a joke here or there to, to break the right. tension or this or that. But a lot of times, a lot of the dialogue doesn't really serve a purpose. It's kind of filler or maybe there's a character to, you know, sort of force fed for this or that. But the Spielberg, they just feel like they feel tighter. Like there's just sort of, you know, there's no wasted space. So. You interrupted Tony. Was he? Were you done, Tony? Or? Oh, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, yeah, that did. Yeah. Okay. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the movie. Right. And it's like one of those I would continue to watch. I would watch this movie every couple of years. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I would have no problem watching this movie every five years. Right. Um, and all the shitty movies we watch, I'd, shit, I'd happily watch this one. You know? <laughs> and, I, and you know me, man, I, I've been bitching and complaining about Spielberg for the last 10 years. Like, I'm like, I, you know, I haven't. I mean, I. What have you done for me lately? Kind of deal here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his '90s was untouchable, and then you know, you know, obviously, artificial intelligence, 2001. Um, but they, you know, they he started making some stinkers, and uh, I think uh, you know the adventures of Tintin. I wasn't impressed with Warhorse Stunk. I didn't mm-hmm. care for Lincoln. I never fin. I watched like half of Bridge of Spies, and I never finished it. But it was good the first half. You know, I think the BFG I didn't care for. Um, Ready Player One was good. You know, yeah. uh, I didn't see the Post. You guys familiar with the Post? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was another one I didn't see. Just not interested, huh? You know. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I I enjoyed Ready Player One, but it wasn't my favorite movie of the year. Kind of thing. So now he's doing West Side Story and the kidnapping of Edgardo Mortar, Mortara. Yeah. Oh, another Jewish boy. The treatment of a young Jewish boy forcibly raised as a Christian in 19th century Italy. Mm. That'd be interesting. I don't know. But wow. I'm, I'm interested in that just because the subject yeah. matter. But that's just the same. So, anyways, cool. So then, I believe I got homework, right? Um, if, uh, do you want to yes. take calls? Do you want to take calls? No, we'll, we'll skip all that shit. Skip them, right? Um, do that. Welcome. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Well, you already got the right? Yeah, for sure. We said it from dusk till dawn. Okay. Uh, did anyone see oh. Extraction on Netflix? No. We can watch it. That's fine. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm familiar with it. I, I saw a trailer, or no, I didn't even see a trailer, but I I watched a review that said it's a it's a really good action flick. You know, all right. So, Sounds good to me. All yeah. right, cool. Now we can play the calls. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Art from Cali. Donaldo. This is Nalo. And let's welcome our newest contestant, Evan from San Marcos. My name is Evan. And you, if you leave a message with your picks at 442-444-0742. Good luck, everyone. So we haven't... Okay, so last week was the first official week, right? The new scoring system, new season? Uh, uh, League of Their Own was the first, and this is number two. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, cool. So then, yeah, we... Want to recap? Everyone know where they're standing, the points? Yeah, yeah. So uh, D's got four points. Evan's got one. Art's got four. Reed has four. 
And Angie has three. Okay. Hit it. All right. So we played some last week. I'm going to have to. Yeah. Just click through them. What's going on, bad boys? I apologize for calling in so early. I hope I'm on time. I wanted to call oh, before I fell asleep. Fucking doing Donaldo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> Holy shit. I was like, why is this fool so sleepy right now? Oh my god, that's funny. Well, kudos to Hang on, hang on. You know, Evan did so good, I'm going to give Donaldo's points to Evan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's going on, bad boys? Oh my here. god, Tony, stop it. Stop it. I wanted to call before I fell Get out of that. town. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. No fucking way. Wow, it's perfect. Yeah, watch. Play that again to the beginning. Oh my god. What's going on, bad boy? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. If unbelievable. If unreal. Thanks for calling in so early. I hope I'm on time. <laughs> I wanted to. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. The call before I fell asleep after my three cheeseburg platter. Pictures may be coming. I don't know. So, uh, episode 500. Been listening a long time. I still love it. You guys do a great job. So, uh, keep it up. But anyway. Oh my god, there it is! I was just gonna say that. I was like, he's gotta drop a butt anyways. He's gotta drop a butt anyways. This man did his fucking homework. Not only did he nail the butt anyways, but before that, that transition is exact. I don't know if you heard that. If you rewind that back, Tony. Oh man, that was brilliant. Superb. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. This guy did his homework, yo. Like, he listened to, like, a couple yeah. calls. That's impressive. Wow. So, uh, keep it up. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. And the pause? So good with the pause. Oh, yeah, fucking like... forget about it, dude. This oh, guy's shit. on another level right now, man. This shit's not even funny. Wow. I am playing it back in, <laughs> in slow speed still. <laughs> that is true. That's true. That is amplifying it. I mean, it was was already good, but this is like time. I love it. You guys do a great job. So uh, keep it up. But anyway, I hope everyone keeping cool, staying safe. It's got like the yeah. I mean, he's saying everything right though. Everything is he's saying all the words right. The 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 voice is like right there. I think if he just slowed it down a bit, wouldn't be able to tell. I think that's it because it does sound a little bit like it's normal speed. I guess it's a little faster, but mm-hmm. yeah, slowing it down is key. And yeah. it's oh my gosh, oh, oh my god, yeah. Um, onto the picks, uh, terminal. I like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did it. No, I. Um. Yes. I gotta walk around. I gotta take a lap. No, he did it. No, he fucking did it. It's a dollar for me. 
I'm gonna say Fonzo is gonna give it a dollar, and uh, I'm going on a limb here, and I think all three of you are gonna give it a dollar. Oh so shit! Those are my picks. This is perfect. Take it easy, guys. That's oh my god! Up. I literally put the points down for D. <laughs> 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 oh, I literally started putting the points down for Duke. And then I was like, oh wait, wrong person. <laughs> oh my god. Brilliant. Take it easy. This fucking dude, this cat did his homework, bro. Did you listen to that shit? Unbelievable. Brilliant. He wasn't done yet. I can't, I can't. Oh, he's not Bad done yet? For life. There it is. Easy, guys. Bad boys for life. Oh my god. Now, did you slow it down again? I, I think I still had it slowed down. Let me try. Slow down again. Do that I'm outro. Gonna, I, I God damn a, it. I'm going to re reopen it. What's going on, bad boys? I apologize for calling. Listen to that. Really. This is I'm normal fine. speed. Okay. I wanted to call before I fell asleep after my three cheeseburg platter. Pictures may be coming. I don't know. So, uh, episode 500. Been listening a long time. I still love it. You guys do a great job. So, uh, keep it up. But anyway, <laughs> keeping cool. So, yeah, um, one of the picks. I like this movie. It's a dollar for me. I'm gonna say Fonzo is gonna give it a dollar. And, uh, this motherfucker, dude, listened to his call and wrote that shit down, dude. He wrote down everything he says, dude. It's unbelievable. And what's even more unbelievable? Is that Danilo says the same thing over and over again in all his calls? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that's the what we're getting at. Is like you know what I mean? Yeah, he's got like his own script. <laughs> all yeah. right, he's like this is the movie. I saw it, I liked it, but anyways, onto the picks. You know, mm-hmm. he, says, he says everything. Oh. He's gonna be more conscious now what he says now <laughs> next time. Even he's gotta be impressed. He's gonna be like, "Fuck!" There, I thought I was listening to my own call. Mm-hmm. He's wow. like, he's like, why did I call in twice? Yeah, exactly. Like, he's like, the the fact sense. that Harley wrote down points for D that tells you alone right there. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, fucking brilliant. God damn. I know. God damn. Indeed. All right. Do you got the points down for the right person? I yeah. do. I do. <laughs> and that was big. He just scored five points because he nailed it all. Fuck. Yeah, he did. Hello, I am uh, calling in for uh, the Bad Boys podcast, uh, the homework. But first, I want to congratulate the three of you for uh, the 500th episode. I think that uh, this is something that is wonderful, and I am so blessed to be part of it, even a very, very small fraction of uh, of it. Um, I am uh, very happy to know the three of you, and to be part of this wonderful show that you have been uh, cultivating here. Uh, anyway, uh, have fun tonight, and I'm going to call in my pick for the extra credit, uh, done by Reed, the first loser. I'm going to say that uh, Alfonso is going to give it a dollar, uh, Harley, he is also going to give it 
a donor and MCP, maybe, maybe a low to mid dollar. I'm not sure if this whole thing will pique his interest or keep it, but uh, we will see. You never know. Uh, anyway, again, congratulations um, on your 500th episode, and I will be calling in next week. Au revoir. Bye-bye. All right. Very nice. Was that, that a Kazakhstan action or that gave her five points? Yeah, that's fine. That, oh. that gave her five points, so that puts her up to eight. Oh, was that a Krakosia? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Krakosia. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Hello, bad boys. Uh, welcome to the festivities. Of the 500th episode. I remember this, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what this accent is. But welcome, it's, it's Dracula. Ah, ah, ah. End account. I dropped my keys. One set of keys. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Um. you? My brain is gone. Dead. Ah, <laughs> the terminal. Uh, this is... I don't know. Uh, Harley will give it a waste of time. Uh, Fonzer mm. will give it a dollar. And Tony will give it a waste of time. Uh, uh, uh. Ah, congratulations on 500 episodes, guys. Um, can't wait for the next 500. Oh, oh yeah. A thousand, man, that'll Ten be years. celebrations. I might even have to be there in person. <laughs> anyway, um, looking forward to the show and uh, bad boys for life. Nice. Beautiful. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Reed. Thank you. Favorite, my favorite Thanks. caller, favorite listener. <laughs> Points done? Points recorded? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that put him up to 6-2. All right. So he is tied with Evan. Oh, shit. All right. Look at that. Right. So, all right, there, yeah, we got, okay. Just keep going. I mean, I'm confused. I go, did we get the nozzle already? <laughs> like, we felt like we did, but then we did it. Like, I'm like, wait. Hey, what's up, <laughs> bad boys? This is your homeboy, Art, calling in to congratulate you on an awesome, awesome milestone of five fucking hundred episodes for you, Harley, you, Tony. Oh, you, oh actually, Tony wasn't in all 500. But anyway, <clears throat> my man, Fonzo and Harley mostly were. Tony wasn't. He's a distant third. But congratulations, nonetheless. That's an awesome accomplishment. And not only that, you guys have provided awesome, awesome, great entertainment, even Tony, for everyone. So I want to say congratulations and thank you guys for sticking together and doing it. That's really the highlight of my week on my podcasting thing when Tony finally decides to put them up. But otherwise, <laughs> under a crazy, crazy times we're going through, it's nice to know that we can still count on the bad boys of Harley, Alfonso, and Antonio. So love the show. I called in last week with my picks from fucking that Glory Hound Reed. 
who's trying to milk us for some easy sympathy points by going to the fucking ER. I started that trend, and I didn't get shit, so no one gets it. Uh, Angie didn't get any extra points, so no one else gets extra points. Other than that, love you guys, and hopefully I can join you guys in the Discord. Bad boys for life! Nice. Like that a little mellow art, I like that. But giving a little shout out, I appreciate it. You know, yeah. like I said, the little entertainment we can yeah. offer. You know, we're not we're not front linemen, we're not heroes. You know, we're not we're different type of heroes. We're wearing audio capes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm glad, man. If it makes you know the hour, whatever we you do to entertain you, um, that means a lot. So thanks, so I appreciate that. I'm sure, the yeah. bad boys feel the same. Right. So that that was just for the 500. So uh, maybe. There's six calls. Good evening. Barry here. Oh, this is that's Barry. Oh, yeah. That's our, our, our president. Right. And then here's number six. What's going on, bad boys? Happy Sunday. And congratulations. <laughs> oh, oh. Is that Evan or is that, that me? Uh, Evan called in twice. Why did Evan I, call I, in? I had to wait and hear it. I sure it was. 500th episode of the Bad Boys podcast. 10 years of fun, 10 years of reviews, 10 years of good laughs, and 10 years of the pain of listening to Harley's love tone. All kidding. This aside. mother. Yeah, it's been awesome. 10 years. May you guys go another 10 years and 10 years after that. So, yeah. Uh, really quick, uh, to the pick, The Terminal. <laughs> Not one of Steven Spielberg's best films, but it's hard to give a Tom Hanks movie anything less than a dollar, so... Mm. I'm going to say all three of you guys are going to give it a dollar. So, yeah, that's it. You know, all three dollars. That's my pick. Take it easy, guys. And, and again, congratulations. Bad boys for life. Nice. Thanks, Steve. Word. Good job. Got yeah. his, got, his, got them points, too. Nice. That put him, uh, shit, is he, he's tied for the lead. He scored four points. He didn't have an accent, but he got the bonus point for getting all three right. So that brought his four up to eight. Mm-hmm. Now I I missed Art. Did he? Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't I don't have a call from Art. This is this is everything from May third, uh, April twenty sixth. Yeah. No, this there's nothing new. Okay, so we need to Facebook him and get his ASAP. Yeah, I, I ain't doing it. You just blame me for it. Oh, I'll, do it. I'll crash the internet. <laughs> he'll, he'll blame me anyway. Yeah, I, yeah, of course. Yeah, All right, so I put at art. Would that would that make yeah, more should. Like, get his attention? Yeah, that should. If I do at art. At art. Oops. Yeah, at art. We need your picks for. It's weird. I can't tell if we're actually quiet up the. And it's, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Right, but honestly, Google Hangout sounds better than Discord right now. Yeah, yeah. So. It does. All right. 
So where are we at, Harley? Well, uh, Art has four. Evan and Reed have six, and D and Angie have eight. Wow. So, yeah. Still obviously early on. Mm-hmm. Can't even gamble yet. Right. But, uh, yeah. Art is saying that he left his his picks three weeks ago for right three weeks ago. So, oh, uh, what's uh, so this? I think I think that's his number. So this is his number here. What's up, bad boys? I'm with all this crazy whore, Reed Wilson, and me, 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 being Reed. Uh, he, I don't know. You know what? I hope he, he gets that fixed. I hope one day his life's fulfilled. Get some of those pork pies or whatever the hell he put on the messenger. He gets another of those, and they make him complete. Other than that, he picked the Terminal, which is a horrible sounding name in the current climate. I don't know why the fuck you would pick that. With everything that's going on, but I'm going to say it's a straight, I'm going to say it's a dollar for Harley. It's a waste of time for my man Fonzo. It's a waste of time for MCP. Oh, he's back out. He's, he's healthier now that he's not working out than he's ever been before. But other than that, <laughs> love you guys. Bad boys for life. Fucking read. Can't you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Hang on a second, though. His call has different picks than when he just posted on Facebook. He said, oh. waste for Fonzo and waste for me. But on the Facebook, he says dollar for Fonzo. What do we want to do? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, I would say we, we go with what he posted right now. Okay. That gives him a we point. Just, we more or less just say wait, he what changed did he, his mind. He, said he wrote what now? On the call, we just yeah. heard, he said, you give it a waste of time. Uh, right? Right, but here he says a dollar. The waste right, of so. time for my man Fonzo. Is a- oh, See? Yeah. Okay. But Harley's giving him the point, and I'm putting this. In, I'll find a way to cut this into the podcast. Okay. All right. So then he got my dollar and Fonzo's dollar. Yes. Okay, so he got two points. So that brings him up to six points. So he's tied with Evan and Reed, and Angie and D are tied at eight. Weekends. Where's the music? Come on. <laughs> Weekends. Mm-hmm. I'll go first. Um, yeah. What? Lost you. Oh, hello? I'm still here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just stop me at any time if you can't hear me. Uh, let's see. Chilled on Saturday. Went to Costco. There was a long line to get into Costco as well. They had flowers there. Luckily, I went there because a lot of the other stores were running out of flowers. Did a little shopping, got some flowers, and then today we're going to drop them all off. Went to my, uh, my, uh, like nothing, how, how do you put it, like relative style? It's Amy's, um, sister in law, I guess. Cause she, uh, she's, she married, met Amy's brother. So we, it was her first, like, Mother's Day, like, actually, like a full year into motherhood, where, like, last year she became a mother, but this year she was actually, you know, had a full year of motherhood, so we gave her a flower. Then, uh, yeah. So then at twelve o'clock, 
they told us to go to the cheesecake factory to get our cheesecake. So we waited for an hour and a half. Oh my god, that's fucking bananas. Dude, it was absolutely con- out of control. They, when we pulled up, there was only like four cars and made two other people ahead of us. We're like, all right, cool. So it's like, I don't know why they told everyone that same fucking time frame that'd be ready at noon. And um, so the guy comes up, it's like takes her, know, Amy's name and phone number, and uh, he's telling us like, okay, in a few minutes we'll text you when it's ready. I'm like, all right, cool. So we pull over, waiting, <laughs> waiting. And you know the kids can't just sit; them, they can't sit in the car comfortably. You know, once they take the seatbelts off, they got to move around. They can't sit still. Oh yeah, and yeah. you know, and luckily we set a little old DVD player, so they were watching that for a little bit. But then after it was over, then it's like then it was over. Over they had, they, you know, they had to move around. They can't just sit there. Um, so I go back. I go back and talk to somebody. I'm like, hey man, what's going on? You know, you guys supposed to be here at noon, and and it's like, oh, we're so busy, this and that. I'm like, yeah, I, I get that you guys are busy, but it's like, why would you take so many orders if you know you, you can't fulfill? Why would you mm-hmm. tell me to be here at a time when it's not ready? That's the other thing. And Amy had ordered it the week before. So people were walking up going, oh, yeah, I ordered about an hour ago. I'm like, what the fuck? You ordered an hour ago and you're getting helped on first? Like, you know, Amy ordered this like last weekend. So yeah. what the hell? What gives? Um, so, yeah, when I went in, finally, finally, friend came out and got it. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, fuck, dude. It's crazy. And from there, we went over to my parents' house. And then my parents were gone. They had just left to go to my sister. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had the flowers, dropped it off at the front door, went over to Amy's mom, dropped them off there for her. And then uh, then we went over to my sister's house. My parents were there, talked to them for a little bit. But at this point, we were starving. We were just we, we couldn't take it anymore. So we um, went over to Panda because Crew's been craving Panda Express. Yeah, got that. Buddy. And for some reason today, I don't know if it was just like I got every like sh- fresh shipment, fresh like order. Like, you know how like when like the – the big old pot. It's like it's like done. We get the little leftovers. You know, you get all all new stuff. Yeah. I feel like everything we got was brand like new, like new chow mein, Ooh. new rice, new orange chicken. Oh, orange chicken was delicious. Nice. So had a little had a little kick to it too. Yeah, um, yeah. Every once in a while, you get it. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to have a kick, forward. but sometimes I like, yeah, I extra. totally get it. Absolutely. Yeah. So nice. Um, How was the viscosity? Yeah. What's that? How was the viscosity? I was going to say, that's what I was getting at. It was unbelievable. Like, sometimes when I get beef and broccoli, it just, like, the broccoli tastes, like, really cold, like it's from in the freezer for too long, and mm. the beef just doesn't just doesn't cut it. This this time around, the beef and broccoli was good. Chow mein and rice were delicious. And, um, and uh, yeah, so so it worked out. Like, after that, we finally got home. We, we all sat around together, eating, having a good time. Um, Crew's been on a kick of playing Five Nights at Freddy again, so he's playing that. Um, and then he put on he put a YouTube video of all the jump scares, so of course everyone starts watching it. Uh, but Amy she said she had a good time, was very relaxed, she got to sleep in a little bit, and um, and uh, yeah, so we did all that, and then came home, and then had some cheesecake afterwards, which is unbelievable. So it was kind of worth the wait because that delicious that cheesecake was pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, that was my weekend. How about y'all? Mine was boring. I worked. I got oh man! Yeah, yeah. there's you always see your something. Mom today? Man. What's that? You get to see your mom today? No, I called her. We and she we didn't answer, so I texted her, and then she texted Laney back instead of me back. And I'm like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. We we ended up talking to Laney's mom. We we did a video chat with uh, Laney's mom. Um, so, so that was kind of cool, but, uh, we were trying to do the same thing for my mom. And last week we did that for my dad's birthday. 
so we expected to do that today um but uh but no i didn't get to see my mom i didn't even get to talk to her she's mad at me i did talk to my mom i know because i'm a good son unlike oh, some wow, of my <laughs> wow. Just, just saying yeah wow i'm the worst um and I got really good news. My mom, you know, my grandma just died. And uh, my mom wasn't, uh, they weren't super close. They didn't have like a falling out or anything, but they didn't spend a lot of time. They didn't talk that often. My grandma was kind of quiet to herself. You know, she had obviously remarried and she had married um, Jurgen for 20 plus years. Well, I guess grandma had a little money when she died. Mm-hmm. And so she left it to her three daughters and my mom got her piece and um so that was that was the best like i was so stoked to hear that because my mom like my whole life has been broke like my mom worked her ass off as an upholster but she was bad with her money and and then she went to college when she was 50 years old and Mm. you know took out some student loans but ever since then she's been washing dishes like she likes that and she does, you know, her upholstery work on the side, but she's never made any money. She always undercharged. She just, she just, she, she never made more than like minimum wage. You know, she was self-employed. She's a small business owner, um, you know, and, and so she's always been broke. And so the fact that she inherited a little money from, from her mom, I could not be happier. It was like, when she told me that I was so I was so relieved. You know, my mom <laughs> is 62. She just filed for social security. Um, you know, she got laid off because of the coronavirus and she works, you know, in the service industry. You know, she works at a coffee shop and it's a real cool, like little, real intimate, humble, very family oriented. Everybody that works there is really friendly. Her landlord is actually the owner of the, the business and stuff. And, and it, it, it's, just, it's a really cool, like, family environment you know and um but you know she's like uh, she's in retirement and she more or less has to work and like so many people you know mm-hmm. and she's single she's obviously not married so uh the fact that she came into a little money now that that oma passed i i'm super stoked for her so i i chit chat with her for probably about an hour today so that was nice and uh Chris, I didn't really have to do much for Chris. Chris wanted a bunch of honeydews, you know. She wanted a bunch of chores, so we and I we did all that yesterday. So we uh, took a bunch of green waste to the dump and uh, got a bunch of uh, of uh, potting soil. Filled the back of the truck up with potting soil. I built her a raised bed, another raised bed. So now we got three of them, and uh, we filled the wine. We filled the wine barrels up with some with some good potting soil you know the pot we don't have any good dirt out here it's all um like cinder it's all like sandy soil there's no like you can't grow anything in it and so if you want to grow like any kind of you know plants or anything you got to bring in dirt Mm. so uh but uh so we did that yesterday and then me and massey did some more yard work for today and and uh and then i fucking fucked up this hernia thing so i'm gonna have to go to the hospital and and uh and have that i'm pretty sure i'm 99 percent sure it's a hernia so i'll have to schedule an appointment and have it 
surgically fixed. I don't know how bad it is, but it hurts like a bitch. I'm sure there's YouTube videos how you can do it from home. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking. We got insurance. Like, we got good insurance. I'm like double double yeah, insurance. Do they cover insurance. stupid? Oh. Pretty sure the insurance uh, oh, has a clause for, you know, if, right. you, br- if you break your own seal, <laughs> they yeah. don't cover yeah. it. Well, you know, what, what it was was I looked it up and it was like, you know, a hernia, if it gets worse, the surgery becomes more involved. And so, you know, the injury happened about six weeks ago, maybe two months ago, and it really hasn't gotten any better. And so I'm like, and then today it was really fucking killing me. So it's weird. I can, I can lift things up. Uh, that really doesn't bother me, but it's like this weird, like stretching. I was talking to Tony about it earlier. It's like, mm. like raking or shoveling that kind of movement. It's weird. That really inflames it. So, and then today I could actually see it and feel it. So I'm like, yeah, it's fucked. So nice. yeah, not nice, but um, <laughs> well, hopefully this, you know, just hopefully it, things will start getting back to normal soon here. Yeah, and, uh, you know, get-togethers could be a thing, you know, because like this weekend, like I said, um, was gonna be supposed to be Monster Palooza weekend, and it was my friend's birthday on Saturday. We we're supposed to be celebrating down there, and uh, you know that all went down. So yeah, dude, yeah. it's it's tough, man. So kids well, we only got, broke. Kids only got three weeks school of left. Yeah, I know we broke, and we went ahead and hung out with with Josh and Katrina. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's my coworker, and you know, right. so we've been, we've been hanging out with them quite a bit. And then we haven't since the COVID thing hit. And they actually, about a month ago, bought a new house and they moved. And they're like, they got five acres and it's up there like in the woods. So they got all this like forest and their house literally like backs up to forest service land. So it's like, it's like, you know, their backyard is the mountains kind of thing. And um, so it's just a cool, it's a cool house, big house, lots of places. Right on. And, uh, so we, we, we were like, I don't fucking care. So we went and had dinner with them. We had tri-tip and, and, uh, it was good. We had a nice time. That was, that was, was that last night? Yeah, that was last night. So yeah, we had kind of actually a, an eventful weekend. So, but, uh, yeah. That's probably yeah, actually why. That's, What's uh, that? No, just, just saying that you broke and you did social contact. Um, yeah. I think that may be why my mom didn't want to talk to us uh, last week. She was like, Oh no, we'll see you next week. You'll be fine. And my dad's like, yeah, we're going to open up the kennel. And we're like, no, you shouldn't like, this is not, this, we're not ready. And my dad's like, Oh yeah, it's, everything's fine. The cops, the cops don't even wear masks anymore. I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I didn't say it at that. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, I'm just like, right. fine. You, you, it sounds like he's, he, he, that's what he wants to do. He's going to be stubborn about it. But I'm like, no, we are not. We're not going to visit. Like, I'm not putting my mom at risk, you know, especially what she's going through. I don't care what they believe, but I don't believe that I'm going to be, you know, that I need to be visiting them. So there could be some of that going on. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy times for sure. Crazy times. Like you said, it ain't going away. It's like. You know, maybe it got, maybe they reopen some shit because the government says you should, but right, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it is. I mean, it's it's easy for us to ignore it up here because sure. there's like 
there's literally no cases. Like there's like five confirmed cases. Which means it's working. That's what we said. Remember remember like two months ago when we first started recording? We three specifically said that this is one of those events that if you do it right, at the end of it, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Nothing happened. It's like, yeah, that means you did it right. That means you're doing it right. Yeah. Well, now I'm ready to do it wrong. We'll see. Hang, it, hang in there, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it'll it'll be over before you know it. You know, just keep following the social distancing because everywhere I go, that's that's it's there. We wear masks. I'm going to people's homes. I'm wearing masks. People yeah. sometimes put their mask on, so it's kind of nice. Yeah, um, Lainey yeah. loved loves the the um, the mask that she got from Angie. Uh huh. Oh, she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Spider Man with the Miles. Logo yeah. On it. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So Shout out to Angie for that. Yeah, that's badass. Badass. Fuck my wife for you know stealing it right out from under my nose. But yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Damn. Were you not you there go. when it happened? Like I told her, I was like, you know, I don't go out, so I shouldn't get it. She's like, right. yeah, you shouldn't. She walks out the door. And and she me- she messages Angie's like oh yeah I'll take it I'm like what fuck uh huh right damn. under your nose dude damn yeah how do you like that <laughs> I think it's hilarious yeah. she's wearing it at Starbucks which I think is great because yeah, Starbucks is absolutely. all green and it's red it's bright red I'm like you know uh, what all right I take it yeah. back that's fine but still I'm a little butthurt it's, it's, I seen like it's little funny. videos like that was either the grocery store it was like this one black dude he's got like a blue rag on. And he walked up, and he's like filming himself walking, and then he turns around and goes, "Uh-oh!" And this lady grandma. like, him, like, "Yeah, there's a grandma. She's wearing a red bandana over her arm." <laughs> and he's like, "What's up, blood?" She's like, "Huh?" She's like, "Hello, what's up, blood? What's going on? We're about to throw down?" She's like, "Excuse me," and she totally like doesn't know what he's talking so about, but she's funny. playing along. It's fantastic. Yeah, oh, it's so, so good. Uh, you know, me and me and Mazzy had to go to the dump yesterday, right? And uh-oh. as we're as we're dumping our green waste into this in this like i don't know it's like a barn kind of thing there's some fucking chicker chicken fuckers they're leaving and i overhear i'm talking to the guy next to him and the fucking guy goes oh no it's fake yeah, it's fucking bullshit man it ain't nothing going on it's oh. all fake and i'm like and me and mazzy of course wearing masks and wearing gloves mm-hmm. and and i'm just I'm, and mazzy's like full-on like paranoid like she's like full-on anxiety about it you know yeah I just, just shaking my head and I'm like, is that what you're gonna tell the tens of thousands of Americans who have died from it? Like seriously. Right. Fuck, he's, yeah. he said it's fake. It's like it's like uh, fucking I should they're not even you know what they're uh-oh. they're not chicken fuckers. They're Trump fuckers. Mm. You know, they just like <laughs> hey, they just think he's like Jesus or some shit. Oh, man. They rub they rub his toupee, copies of his toupee on themselves. <laughs> Uh, yeah, people's worldview is they got a tiny little bubble that they live in. Dude, yeah, yeah. That's, like that's you don't funny. need your hair done, you don't need your nails done. Relax, it can wait. You know, no, but like they they believe that this is fake because their bubble of reality is the five people that they know. And like, look, exactly, five exactly. people I know aren't getting it. This is fake, you know. Like, it, I think so. yeah, that's exactly what it is. Which is sad. Yeah, it's just sad. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's just sad. But, you know, at the same time, it's like Darwinism, baby. Yeah. Uh, it's foolish. I know. 
Yeah, unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, casualties on that one. Yeah. Collateral damage on that one. For sure. And then, and then we had to worry about murder hornets and shit too now. <laughs> <laughs> who posted Who posted that? Uh, I saw it somewhere that The Simpsons called it, and it's like scary accurate. They did not again. Yeah, so there was like a oh. the, the there's a Chinese guy who was packaging up some some Amazon box, you know, yeah. and he coughs in it, and there's like the red germs are in it, and he ships it to America, and then Americans get it, and uh, the the doctors are saying no, 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 everything's okay, blah blah blah, and, and something, and then in the back, a van like gets in an accident, and in the back of the van, there's bees, there's killer bees that pop out. <laughs> it's like what the. Oh, I gotta find like Wu Tang killer bees. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. How do they fucking Simpsons always be calling Simpsons, it, dude? That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah, and then, and then R.I.P. Little Richard, man. We lost Little Richard. Oh, that's right, man. I saw that this morning. Yeah, we should play out the the song they listened to in Predator. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was long it called? Long toss alley. That's it. What is it? Long. Uh, Long toss, Sally. Long. Long yeah, toss. What did you say? What? Long toss, little. Long picture. what? Long. Long call, Sally. He <laughs> said long toss, Sally. <laughs> I thought he said wonton, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaur, <laughs> just like me. You know what's crazy? To, I don't know if you do this now with uh, the drive-thru at Panda, but when we went to the drive-thru, we're like, we're, we're ordering the family feast. And they said, if you order it from the app, um, so, you know, at the drive-thru, it was 36 bucks for the family feast. If you order it through the app, it's $20. Whoa. That's a huge yeah. fucking difference. Yeah, yeah. That That's so like we said, Hell yeah. So we said, oh, yeah, we're going to go park and uh, order it online. We'll be right back. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, crazy, huh? Yeah. Do you have Do you have the app, Tony? You just go to the drive-through. Oh uh, no, we have the app, but we don't use the drive-through. Oh, gotcha. Right. the The drive-through is further away, so the, the Sycamore one. That's yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, we just use the oh, app yeah, and, go just walk and, in and, and store. pick it up. Yeah. Okay. And they and they know they know Laney, even uh, <laughs> with a mask on. Like of course, she, like uh, exactly. She shows up and they're like, "Hi, Laney. Here's your here's your meal." <laughs> she That's unbelievable. Yeah. Fucking cheers over here. Everybody uh, knows this bitch's name. Yeah. Well, not, not anymore. Now they're gonna leave. They're gonna be pissed. <laughs> That's right. Right before break their hearts. Like uh, back in like February or January, right before this all started, we had yeah. one one weekend where we went in and had um and had panda. And apparently, like, like, and normally we 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 have our jobs. Like, Laney goes and orders, and I take all our our chopsticks and our and, and I get our waters and I get our um our napkins and set up our place. Like, so when she came and to the table with the food, she's like, "Huh, this girl." She just said she saw us walk in, and then she went to make sure that there's veggies, fresh veggies for us. I was like, "What? <laughs> That's wow. amazing!" Because you know, people don't normally get veggies. People have you know. Rice or chow mein, so yeah. so the veggies usually just sit there, and mm-hmm. we always get veggies. So she said she she recognized us and she went to go make sure that the veggies were fresh. I was like, that's fucking amazing. Tip her. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. That's VIP status right there. Yeah, yeah. So that's Very cool. important panda. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, I think that's going to conclude episode 501 Levi Jeans of the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly ranted all things movies. So next week we'll be going, we'll be reviewing uh, Extraction with our boy from Hemsworth. 
Thor himself. And we'll be going down to the Titty Twister. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then Harley May might get some chicken pussy. And, uh, <laughs> you can find it cheaper anywhere else. You know what to do. Uh-huh. I mean, your boy Father say we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.